Hello and welcome to Dog Stars for Friday the 19th of May. We're looking at the constellation of Virgo, which is visible for the next few months. Let's go! Welcome to a beautiful, balmy, clear evening in North Oxford, where so far my co-host Mr Max has discovered that sometimes you can find grapes in the middle of a football pitch. Um, more on that mystery when we get it. Um, meanwhile, it's just about sunset. First stars are just coming out. Um, it's pretty late, actually. It's getting near the time of year where astronomers don't eat that. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's not nice. Um, we won't talk about that, I think. Um, we're getting to the point of the year where there isn't much to see in the night sky, but you've still got a few of the bright stars and constellations. Venus is beautiful up there at the minute, as it has been for months. No, 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 come on. Good boy. Good boy, come on. If you'd like to guess what Max is eating, please send us a tweet at dogstarspod. Um, the answer's probably right, whatever you think. Come on, mate, let's go. Where are we going? This way? Okay. Um, but over on the eastern horizon, sort of the southeast, there's another bright star that's just about visible. Um, it's called Spica. It's the brightest star in the constellation of Virgo. Uh, and to find it, if you're not sure which one I'm talking about, where are we going? We're going round in circles. And um, to find it, you can start with the plough. We said a couple of episodes ago that you can start with the curve of the plough's handle, uh, follow that line round and it points down to Arcturus. If you keep going, you end up at Spica. So the phrase is to arc to Arcturus and speed on to Spica, which isn't very poetic, but is, I suppose, memorable. Um, and Spica's one of the brightest stars in the early summer sky. Um, it's actually a double. I think lots of bright stars, two stars close enough together that their gravity distorts them, so they're not round, they're sort of more um, egg-shaped, I suppose, and balloon-shaped, really, um, and they spin round each other. Come on, Max. Good boy. Good boy. Um, it's about 250 light-years away, and we know that because of an effect called parallax, which is, means that if, the, uh, if you look at Spica against more distant stars, on either side of the Earth's orbit, so say in May and in, I don't know, November or December when it's first visible in the morning sky, um, then its position will shift slightly. Um, you need a really accurate telescope to do this. Um, but you can use that shift to work out the distance. Same effect if you put your finger up in front of your face at arm's length, close one eye and shift your eye, shift from one eye to the other, the finger flips back and forth you could work out the length of your arm that way if you really wanted to. What have you found? Just some grass. Okay, good boy. Good boy. Um, but Spica, as I said, is the brightest star in Virgo. Otherwise, not much to the constellation with the naked eye, sort of a scattering of stars. Quite a big constellation. Um, but to astronomers and anyone with a telescope, it's marked because it's the home of the Virgo cluster of galaxies, the nearly nearest really big collection of galaxies. There are about 1,500 members. So it's this enormous thing, 1,500 systems, each of them at least the equal of the Milky Way, scattered across the sky. And even a small telescope will pick up tens uh, of these mostly round, fuzzy blobs. Um, the Virgo cluster has a really profound effect on us because our galaxy, and in fact the local group, hey, yeah, you can find a bin, leave the bin, yes, good boy, Good boy, yes. Yes, we're heading once more to Bone Corner, one of our favourite spots, at speed, apparently. Come on, Max. Um, so the, the Milky Way is attracted to the Virgo Cluster, rather as 
Mr. Max is, Max is attracted to this place where we once found a bone. Um, so we're heading towards it, pulled by its gravity, and I guess in a few billion years' time, we'd actually end up colliding with the Virgo cluster, becoming part of it. The galaxies inside the cluster are moving, and um, because it's so massive, because there are so many galaxies, uh, as Mr. Max is confounded by long grass that prevents him checking for bones, um, with any degree of efficiency, um, galaxies move, because it's got so much mass, the galaxies can move really fast. One of them's falling in towards the centre at 1,600 kilometres a second, which I think is something like three and a half million miles an hour, which is one of those numbers that sounds impressive, despite being kind of meaningless. Just very fast is the point. Um, Virgo cluster, in turn, is also moving towards a different cluster on the sky, something called the Great Attractor, which we can't really see because it's hidden behind the Milky Way. Um, and so the whole universe, all the galaxies, are in flux and motion. The final thing to talk about, because I think it will appeal to Max, is the biggest cluster right at the centre of Virgo, which is a sorry, the biggest cluster, the biggest galaxy, which is a galaxy called M87. It doesn't really have another name, just a catalogue number, but it's a big behemoth of a galaxy, weighing in at about 10 times the mass of the Milky Way. And it's most famous most recently for being the target of an experiment called the Event Horizon Telescope, which used radio telescopes all over the world, observing at the same time, looking at this galaxy, to create an incredibly high-resolution image, not a photograph, but an image, of the shadow of the giant black hole that lives at the centre of M87. And you'll know the photograph, I think, if you saw it. I'll put a link in the show notes. But it's this orange glowing gas, essentially the luckiest light in the universe that's just escaped the black hole, and then this hole in the centre, which isn't the black hole itself, but is the shadow. It's the bit where light is diverted. Um, and it looks, for all that it was billed, I think is one of the most profound images ever obtained by astronomers, uh, of the, something as mysterious as a black hole. Um, Many people thought it basically looked like a donut. And if you lived in the States, then Krispy Kreme donuts gave everyone a free orange glazed donut to celebrate the imaging of the black hole at the centre of M87. And so, whether you're interested in donuts or galaxies, do try and find Spiker. Um, keep an eye out for bones. Big shake, big shake. The stress of not finding the bone has been excised um, and we are off home. See you next week. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at DogStarsPod and drop us a line at DogStarsPod at gmail.com. Do let us know if you've been on your own walks or spotted anything in the night sky. I'm Chris Lintot, he's Mr Max, and this was DogStars. Thanks to Ellis Partman for production. We'll be back next week. <laughs>